0: the Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist, You ready? Let's get it. Hey, hey, welcome back for another episode of the Lovish podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. I have got to mention before we jump into this week's episode that the wind is being super disrespectful right now. Okay. Okay. So you might hear the wind blowing up against um, my gutter <laughs> just because that's the type of disrespect we dealing with. I mean... If y'all don't know or you've never been to Chicago, it's not called the Windy City for nothing. The wind is pretty much always disrespectful. So just a quick side note, right? And it's like I have these pockets where, oh, yeah, there's no wind and I can record really well. And then the pockets where the wind want to be like, yo, what's up? I'm in the background. We doing this or not? So just being mindful of that. But let's jump into today's episode. I wanted to talk about social media. (sighs) Woo! The day has been extremely long. And it seems like you missed a lot of piping hot tea because your phone has been dinging endlessly. Okay, so you pull up your phone and head to Instagram, Oh, your cousin uploaded some adorable pictures of her baby girl. She is so cute. Hi baby girl. Hey. Oh, Jackie Ina released a new scent? Okay given add to cart okay you head on over to her website cuz you like uh uh-uh, uh i got to cop that you check the price of that candle and you add it to the cart you pay for that you go ahead and check out and then you head back to insta uh so jelly right now this girl you went to high school with that you haven't talked to in years but you still follow her just to be nosy oh my god she just went to dubai and wow child listen she got the Ghost skin quilted medium chanel 19 flap bag in black Ugh, what did she do for work again? Oh, wait, wait, wait. This lobster egg roll recipe looks amazing. You ask yourself, mm, do you think I can make that? You look up the ingredients and you have got everything in your cabinet. It's a win, eh? it's a win, eh, it's a, wait a minute except this special lobster seasoning. whoo, $50 a jar. Jesus, does it cook the lobster automatically once you sprinkle the seasoning on it? Okay, never mind on that. And your scrolling continues exactly like this until you realize not only have you wasted two hours of scrolling, but you feel like you haven't done anything with your life once you're done scrolling. This is one of the problems with social media. Now, I want to be clear. Social media is a good thing. But just like everything else in life, in moderation, social media can actually change your life. And it can be an amazing tool. I want you to think about the millions of people who gained fame, like real, real fame, not temporary viral stuff using social media. But just like everything else, social media has its place. So I wanted to talk today about a few issues that I've noticed when we're using social media. We're embarrassed to do human things like rest and take it easy. Or we're leaning too far into resting and taking it easy, so much so that we're avoiding our reality. Hello, soft life crap. (laughs) Y'all already know how I feel about that if y'all tuned in a couple of episodes ago. But we're prioritizing being present on social media rather than being present in our relationships. I want you to think about it. How many times do our spouses or our friends ask us to put down our phones and to be present with them in the moment? Does that happen to you a lot? Why do you actually use social media? What's your motivation? Can you step away from social media without feeling like you have to be on there? I also have noticed that your thoughts are not your own Because you're too caught up in looking like what you see. So when this is happening, you have to ask yourself, okay, let's just go back to the girl that went to Dubai. If I'm looking at her page and I'm like, oh my God, that looks like so much fun. Is this an experience that I would have wanted to have for myself? Or do I just want to go to Dubai for the look to create the aesthetic that she had? Ask yourself, why do I want this? Why does this matter to me? Is this only relevant to me because I saw this somewhere else? Or is this something from my own thoughts? Is this one of my own goals? Social media is also making us react differently in relationships than we might otherwise act. Now this one, I'm about to go in a little bit. So like, If you need to pause the episode, grab your cup, like take a deep breath, do whatever you got to do. But then you bring it on in close. okay? because this part might hurt a little bit. It's making you react very differently in your relationships. You could be breaking up too soon. You're staying too long in a relationship or you're making social media your best friend and you're asking for opinions instead of understanding your own needs, wants, and desires. And let me just tell you, that's quite frustrating as a therapist to witness. Like, who child? And it's frustrating because you have these, I uh, almost said something. <laughs> you have well-meaning people who hop on your page and give you, quotation marks, advice when they've, A, never been in that situation, B, don't have any professional training, C, ain't got a pot to piss in, but wanna give you advice, honey. You just gotta be careful who you're taking your advice from, okay? You know, and I've noticed even some wildly popular uh, people. I'm not going to name any one page, but there's there's a couple of people in particular, a couple of social media influencers that um, I just I feel like they're not giving the whole truth. And that lack of truth is in turn a lie because omission is a lie. So they are spreading lies you know unintentionally or maybe they do I don't know to again fit this aesthetic so we're supposed to believe that from all of these relationship podcasts on like submission and um the way that you keep your man satisfied and how to not do all these things. I'm trying to, like, avoid saying exactly what this influencer said because I don't want to, like, well, mm -mm, we about to just talk about it. Okay, y'all ready? Basically, she was like, she don't correct her man and all of this other stuff. And I just feel like, first of all, correct. Both of us are grown. What you mean, correct your man? Like, we're having a conversation. We can... Communicate with one another in a safe environment. We can have a conversation as two adults and we can disagree. That is part of life. So you're out here giving advice to say, like, I don't correct my man. I let him correct himself, blah, blah, blah. Like, girl. Girl, 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 girl. If you were created to be a helpmeet and that man is headed for the fire, you just gonna let him top alone into the fire, or you gonna do what you was created to do and tell him, "Hey, babe, that's a fire you walking into." Like, so this is part of what I'm talking about, where we're giving like half truths, half pieces of advice, and we're supposed to believe that with you sharing parts of your truth, that. You know, your relationship is sustained in this way, because some people cannot separate facts like they can't really fully tease out the fullness of what you're saying. So for somebody like me, if you're saying like, okay, I don't correct my man or I allow him to self-correct, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I can understand that that may just be applicable to certain contexts, but everybody can't do that because everybody has not witnessed healthy relationships, unhealthy relationships, etc. So what am I saying? I'm saying that you cannot take your relationship advice from someone on social media with no um, background, no knowledge of the information, you know, uh, you need to have some clout. (laughs) I'm just, that's just putting it very plainly. You got to have some clout. You can't be somebody that's out here. Like, okay, this is what I do. I sell artificial grass, but now I'm about to go out here and give y'all relationship advice too, huh? I thought your expertise was artificial grass. So if your expertise is artificial grass, like, and you want to share some feedback or pivot into relationships, that's fine. But at least have some clout, have something that you have been working on, be like tested, tried and true, all of those things before you open up your mouth to speak. That's all I'm saying, y'all. So it makes us react very differently in relationships than we might have otherwise acted so now let's just say that I'm a person who's scrolling on social media and I'm like oh my man hmm so I can't tell him what I think and what I feel that's a way of silencing your voice and that is inaccurate because you should have space to be able to talk to him about how you feel like it's a problem if you're in any relationship and one person does not want to know how the other person feels. That's not a healthy relationship or a healthy dynamic. But let's say that you've taken this social media influencers advice now and you like, "Hmm, OK, so if I can't express myself, then I need to be quiet And then you slip into depression and then you got all these kind of thoughts and you're barely hanging on. And I promise y'all, it probably sounds like maybe to a person who's never been there, it sounds like I'm being really extreme, but this is how it happens. And it's not something that happens overnight. It is a slow process or the flip side of that is your man is just toxic. And you're hearing this person say like, I don't, I don't correct my man. I allow him to self-correct. And let's just say that you marry somebody who's very arrogant and unwilling to change, unwilling to hear your side because you watch that social media influencers um, stance or video or reel or whatever about how you need to be quiet and not say anything to him even if he's walking towards a fire or whatever now you stay in that relationship that actually maybe that was the nudge that God was like yo this not for you but you stay in it too long because you've now made social media your best friend you've gone to social media for advice on your life and when you're doing this you don't leave room for you to understand who you are How you feel, what your life experiences are, how your trauma weighs in on that, who you have around you, who's invested in you. Social media does not know all of that. Only you know all of that. And so this is one of the issues. And I'm not one of those people who believes so firmly that social media is the devil or the enemy or whatever. But it can easily become a crutch. And the likes and the comments can be like a high Like in reality, it's an exaggerated version of our desire for acceptance. And I don't care what you say. Everybody wants acceptance. Everybody wants some form of acceptance. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because we were created to be in communion with other people. We need other relationships in our life. But the problem comes when we find our validation strictly from likes and comments, So when we come back from our break, I want to talk to you about some tips for using social media effectively. When are you going to stop pretending like you're superwoman? Yes, I know you believe if you don't do it, it won't get done. Take a deep breath and pause with me for a moment here. You're doing too much. You know it and I know it. Let's stop pretending and get you some relief starting today. Do you set weekly wellness goals? If not, you've got to start. No more leaving yourself last on your to-do list. I want you to download the Confident Bay app and start using the weekly wellness tracker now. It's 100% free to use and it comes with a digital journal to help you process thoughts and feelings on the go. You can even meet a tribe of like-minded women inside of Bay's Digital Cafe. I'm serious. Take off your cape. Take a deep breath and download the app at thepinkemerald.com forward slash app or hit the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get into these tips for using social media effectively. One, gauge your mood. If you are already in a bad mood, it might not be a good idea to use social media unless... Unless you know that the algorithm on your feed is centered on positive things. Even then, you can't really control like what pops up on your feed because somebody that you know or you follow might post something that is triggering to you. So you have to really gauge your mood and then you have to think about if you're the type of person that can determine... Or if you have that level of awareness where you can determine or have the willpower to jump off of social media if it's too triggering, I will be the first to say, y'all hear me talk about Instagram all the time. I push Instagram so hard because that's the number one platform that I am active on. And I'm active on Instagram the most because I feel like there's maybe something in my algorithm or just like maybe the people that I'm connected to on Facebook, but Facebook is like kind of not where it's popping for me when I log on to Facebook nine times out of 10, you know, there's sad news on there or um, I'm hearing somebody passed away or something like that. So I really use Facebook very sparingly and I um, enjoy Instagram more, but I've always enjoyed Instagram more because I'm a very visual person. So I've always liked the pictures, um, you know, over necessarily everything that comes with Facebook. So gauge your mood. Next, monitor your feed. Who do you follow? How do they make you feel when you look at their page? Are you envious? Are you motivated? Are you inspired? Do they make you feel good about yourself? What is their content like? If you're painfully aware of your inadequacies when you look at somebody else's page, and I'm not talking about just the occasional thought. You might want to reconsider if you should even be following them because looking at somebody else's page should not make you feel inadequate and it shouldn't have you second guessing who you are, how you show up in the world, why you matter. Then you have to ask yourself, what's your purpose for using social media? Is it for connecting with family and friends? Because that purpose is totally different than using it to promote your business, The purpose and the feeds will be different based on what you want. Do you use it for inspiration to fix your house or to learn how to DIY things? Is it for decompression? What is your intended purpose? And then making sure that you're using it for the intended purpose. And finally, I want you to simply accept social media for what it is. Keep it in its rightful place. Most of the time, it's not better than experiences in person with real life people. And I know like the pandemic and everything else came up. But even before the pandemic, I myself can say that like I've met some amazing people through social media and being connected with them, having never even met them in real life. We have established relationships. But most of those people, we went on to establish our relationship outside of social media. So even if we met on social media, we ended up having a relationship outside of that context. But most often... The relationship outside of social media is going to be better because realistically speaking with social media, you only see what a person wants you to see. And your person is sitting right in front of you, the person that you want to have experiences with. And maybe you're too preoccupied trying to keep up with the Joneses. And who knows, the Joneses family probably gets annoyed with them for recording every second of every minute instead of experiencing it. So just try to remember to keep it in its rightful place. So a very quick recap, gauge your mood, monitor your feed, and accept social media for what it is. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. This week, I've been loving guided prayers. I specifically have been using two resources. Um, One is from the Daily Grace Co. I've got to pull it up here. And it's called Prayers for Your Day. A Bible study companion from the Daily Grace Co. Now, obviously, I do pray like on my own, but I really like the fact that this is like a little thin pamphlet booklet. It's like high quality, though, um, that I can just carry with me wherever to kickstart a prayer, because sometimes when you're in those moments of like frustration or whatever, you um, You want to pray about a thing, but maybe you don't have the words. And so this is nice. The other resource is called Springboard Prayers by Val Marie Paper. I was going to say something else, but it's called Springboard Prayers by Val Marie Paper. And that book is a lot thicker. And I keep that in my office because my office doubles is like the area that I have my quiet time in. And um, again, That is a deep dive into prayers and it's supposed to be springboard prayers because after you pray those prayers, you continue on. Now, what I love about this one is it's paired up with like three scriptures uh, for each day or each prayer. It's really thick and there's space for you to write notes if you want, write your own prayer, write how God answered that prayer and then uh, there's a section that says where to go from here. So let's say you pray the prayer, the scripted prayer, and then you get to the end of that prayer and you're like, I still feel overwhelmed. What do I do now? There are actually prompts or questions or um, thoughts or whatever to guide you further into your own thought process. So that's what I've been loving. I have been loving the scripted, prompted prayers because sometimes you just don't have the words and you want to connect with God. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. In today's episode, we had a heart-to-heart about social media. We talked about the ways that we can get caught up in social media and then I gave you three tips for using social media a little bit more effectively. Once again those tips were to gauge your mood monitor your feed and to accept social media for what it is if you enjoyed today's podcast share the love share it with your auntie share it with your mama share it with your best friend and then head on over to apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review reviews help the podcast to grow well that's all i have for you this week i'll see you out on these social media streets